0: Boy, it's good. You are now that in boy, the mix good. Of by Jones. Uh, uh, uh. What up, what up, what up, what up, though? And welcome back to the Black Friday's podcast. This is your favorite host speaking, Denzel Turner. And I'm thankful for you all because you could be listening to any podcast in the world, but you're right here with me. So shout out to you for that. So this is what we're going to do today. I had a topic on my mind, something I really wanted to dig into because I had a little bit of inspiration from a Black Friday's live that I just did. So first of all, shout out to the homies Deja and Miranda went to high school with both of them. The best high school in the city of Detroit. Shout out to all my cast technicians out there. And we had the opportunity to talk about the spring social, which is a really dope event that they're curating in Detroit in order to provide young millennial business owners, black business owners, the opportunity to get their name and their brand out there have people purchase stuff from them, interact with their business, curating a space in order to allow people to network and share business practices, connect with each other, and just really have a great environment for young Black professionals. And like I said, they inspired me along with a little bit of other inspiration that I got from a recent collaboration that I've seen from two queens in the city of Detroit. A couple of weeks ago, a video comes out and it's literally the most Detroit thing I ever seen in my life. If you ever wanted a in a at a glance view of Detroit and the culture, this is what this video was. Founder of the Lip Bar, a black-owned cosmetics brand that you can find in your local Target, Walmart, and I believe some other department stores. And the founder of Glamaholics, which is a dope bag and accessories company, decided to team up and do a collaboration together where they were offering a bag and then also a certain lipstick or cosmetics as a part of a package for 313 Day, which is March 13th, which is a celebration or ode to the city of Detroit, the area code 313. Shout out to my city. And it was just amazing to see the dope creativity that came from that the brands and how they were able to bring those together. Granted that they are both powerhouses and staples in their industry. It was really cool to see that even at that level that they're at, they still found time to connect and collaborate for the love of the city that they're from. And I had a thought, especially just thinking about Detroit, young black professionals, black professionals, business owners and so forth. And I was just thinking, why don't we see more of that? Why can't we get more of that from the city? And of course, it's a lot easier said than done. You shouldn't just be out here working with any and everybody. Everybody don't deserve to be working together. But I just had a thought in terms of why can't we have more of this? Because I think it would get us a lot further in the long run. But Once again, as I mentioned, I was inspired by these queens to talk about collaboration over competition. And me, I am someone who personally struggles with this concept as a whole, because for me, naturally I'm a competitor. I like to compete, but more importantly than competing, I like to win. I wanna win at all costs, give it my all, put all my chips on the table, I want to win. And thank God I came a long way from being a sore loser because you didn't want to see me lose or me having a perception of taking a loss. Not really the best with that. Still working on that. But that's neither here nor there. However, in the same sentence, I'm very much a team player. I like to see my people be able to reach their capabilities of whatever it is that they are good at or what their zone of genius is and helping them get there. However, I can do that. When I play basketball, I like to do a little bit of everything to help the team win. I'm going to rebound, I'm going to defend, I shoot if you need me to, I score. However, I'm going to make sure, hey, I know I can't really, I ain't the best shooter. Let me make sure I give my mans who's standing out there on the three point line, the ball. And even if he's not the best shooter, I'm encourage him to shoot it. That's just how I roll, that's me. So I like to compete, but more importantly, I like to win. However, I do care about the people that I work with and I do enjoy working in teams. Everybody don't. I get it and I understand why I was like that for a long time. But I, I when I get the opportunity to work with people who are on the same wavelength, who are headed down the same path, are like-minded, that really encourages me to step my game up and want to elevate and do more in order to push us all forward and show what we really can do when we all come together. If anything, I've been able to learn how to let competition inspire me to want to do better, but not consume my thoughts or deter me from working with people in general, which is a very important lesson that I learned. Now, in terms of that, what has collaboration done for me? Well, I can give you a personal story about that. Back in 2015, I was turning 25 at the end of the year, had this wild idea that, hey, on my 25th birthday, I want to get back to the community from which I came. I want to get back to the city. I want to show some love. So let's throw an event. I like throwing events. I like going to different events, meeting new people, things like that. I want to throw an event and I want to be able to raise proceeds and give it back to charity. Had no idea how I was going to do this. Didn't know what I wanted to do. Where it was going to be at, all that good stuff. So I brought that back to my brothers. I said, Hey, this is what I want to do for my birthday. Would y'all be interested in in doing this? And they helped me come up with the concept of understanding that even though we were such a close and tight knit friend group, we all had our own unique abilities and professions that we were a part of. No two of us really did the same thing. So I had the thought like, Hey, Let's bring this together. Let's do an event. And in the spirit of us having different strengths, bringing other people together in a networking fashion. And let's call it the collab and try to encourage collaboration through networking and raise some money in the meantime, give back to charity. Little did I know this would turn into an opportunity to do so much more in and around the city of Detroit, because that one event turned into an organization The collab through this organization, we were able to show our community more by having a good time, but doing it all for a cost. So we had several different types of creative events and had an amazing time. So many people came out, made a lot of money for the community, developed scholarships and gave them back to young people in the city. And we did that for years. And recently we have restructured the program and started a entire fellowship, the DLC, Dr. Nard Fellowship Program, where we have students that are going through an entire curriculum, learning a lot of the things that we have learned over the years and experience that's going to help them be highly productive adults once they matriculate through the education system, once they go to get through a high school, go to college and so forth. So we're trying to set them up better for life. But this would have never been possible if I didn't if I wasn't willing to collaborate and go to my brothers and say, hey, I'm having this thought. I'm having this idea and I want to see this through. So what can we do? And so that's what collaboration has done for me is helped me expand my resources, open my eyes to so many different things and be able to do so much more for something that I'm passionate about. And I'm grateful for that. So I encourage you to be more open to collaborating. And here's why I give you a few reasons. You get introduced to new audiences. So in a nutshell, you get a chance to meet more people that you may not get an opportunity to always be in the room with. This can help you, this could help lead you to that promotion that you want. If we're just talking about work and career, this can help you get new clients. If you have some type of business that you're operating, this can do so many things and expose you into new arenas, new areas and allow people to also get to know more about you and what it is that you do. Also very important. You can expand your resources. You are only one person. You don't have to do it all though. That's the trap that a lot of us fall into. Especially my people from the D. We are very proud people. We are hustlers. We're going to go out there and we're going to get it by any means necessary and we don't run away from the grind. However, I always encourage people to work smarter and not harder. If you can connect with somebody that can help take off some of that weight off of your shoulders, then why not? Might as well. Also, this is a great way, by you expanding your resources to understand what are your weaknesses. You have to know what you're not good at. Some people don't like doing math. Some people don't like actually moving things or doing any heavy lifting. Some people don't like keeping receipts. Whatever it is that you're weak at or don't enjoy doing, just know that somebody else does. And if you can help offset each other's weaknesses, that's gonna put you in a better position in the long run. And also something I had to go through myself over the years and just really embrace is stepping out of your comfort zone, being able to push yourself to do new things that you weren't capable of doing, expanding your mindset, having somebody to bounce ideas off of who don't think the same way that you do. A lot of times what we do is we end up around people who have the same thoughts as us, kind of the same lifestyle and things like that, which is important. Don't get me wrong. But in terms of collaborating for a greater cause or a greater purpose, you want to make sure that you don't always have people around you that you always agree with because it just really helps you think and expand your mental more. And you got to be willing to enter new spaces. You got to be willing to talk to people who you wouldn't normally talk to. The philosophy that I take is just me. I've been doing this all my life. The person who I think is like quiet or shy or kind of docile, not really talking to a lot of people. I always make an effort to include them into the conversation because regardless of how much they're talking, how much they're interacting and things like that, they are, they're in that space for a reason. Those people have something to value. Everybody has something to add of value. So therefore make sure that you're willing to enter new spaces and uh, expand your horizon when it comes to how you're communicating and also how you're collaborating. Now I would be a 100% complete phony if I sat here and I told you, yeah, go collaborate, it's amazing. That's the best thing that you can do for yourself and yada, 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 blah, 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 boom, boom, boom. However, I know firsthand, I know firsthand that there are a lot of pitfalls to collaboration. And I want to get into those with you real quick. I, over the years, have had to get comfortable with saying no when it comes to certain things or certain opportunities that people may present. So, of course, the homie, homegirl you used to have back in the day that hit you up out of nowhere and want to go get a cup of coffee at Starbucks. And then next thing you know, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, you know, that's on you, Denzel. Turner will be saying no to those opportunities because it's just not my thing. No shade to them. I'm not interested. Just want to put that out there in case you were thinking about adding me to your pyramid scheme. But besides that, I've gotten comfortable with saying no, because you have to make sure that things suit you when it comes to people making requests about doing potential collaborations, whatever it is, whether it's a work project. I've had people come to me and say, hey, could you help me out with this? But it has nothing to do with my scope of work or anything that I'm interested in. So outside of just saying, no, this ain't my job, which I don't think you should do all the time, but sometimes very necessary to say, no, that ain't my job. I'm good. But you have to understand the things that you are interested in, how it's going to benefit you, what it's going to do for you overall and how would you feel. Once this thing is completed or done, you have to think about those things and then that should cater into your decision on you saying yes or no. But don't always be so closed off and just complete saying no, unless you just don't have the mental capacity or whatever in order to deal with it at that time, which is also understandable. But let's say you're in present state. Let's say you're good overall. Be open, be willing to listen, but also be willing to say no, because it's going to be very important for you you have to make sure that it's the right fit. So like I was saying, it has to fit who you are as a person, the things that you have going on and what it is that you're doing. You also wanna make sure that you're doing your research because people will come to you with opportunities and they won't necessarily have them fully baked or thought out, but you need to know what it is that you're dealing with. So you wanna make sure that you do your due diligence in your research, and not just take what they're telling you at face value or taking that as Bible because you need to have your own understanding. And like I said, you need to be open, but don't be stupid. Know who you're talking to, know who you're dealing with, do your research, and make sure that you have the best possible understanding of whatever the situation is, the opportunity to collaborate, because at the end of the day, your brand is on the line. And you never want to be out here having your brand, aka yourself, looking stupid. Very important detail here as far as some of the pitfalls to collaboration, things that people don't consider. You have to have a plan and make sure that you have a clear goal in mind. So once again, for those people who like to reach out and say, hey, this would be great to do. Let's do X, Y, and Z. You need to ask the right questions to make sure that You have an understanding of where they want to take this and where you, what do you want to get out of it? And what does this thing, what does this thing look like once it's, once it's finished, no matter what you're collaborating on or what the opportunity is, it needs to be mutually beneficial. So, like I said, you have to know who you are and what you're about in order to fully understand that, is it going to be beneficial and fulfilling to you whatever it is that they're proposing? Also, you got to divide the work. Don't let nobody come to you saying, hey, let's do X, Y, and Z. Let's go out here and start our own bank. But then asking you to provide all of the money. Don't make no sense. It needs to have a clear set of of objectives, a goal. And you can work that out with that person. But don't let somebody come to you with something half-baked where you're going to end up doing all the heavy lifting. I don't know about y'all, but I'm good on all of that. And very, very important here is that you got to make sure that the business is right, especially even if you're not an entrepreneur per se or anything like that. You just need to make sure that your business is right. And what I mean by that is whatever paperwork that needs to be in order, whatever agreements that need to be had whatever things you need documented or recorded, make sure that all of that is in order before you fully commit to doing anything. And I'll give you an example of that. One of my favorite podcasts, I Am Athlete, they had a breakup, didn't really understand what was going on at first, but then it turns out when half of the original cast members ended up doing their own thing on a new podcast, they talked about how Everything was good because they were boys. They lived in the same community. They had a good understanding. And they were just doing the podcast out of love and fun and didn't fully understand how the business worked. So they had some things in place, but not really. Everything wasn't in order. And then ultimately, because everything wasn't in order, that's what led to the ultimate split because they had to try to recover from not having that business in place beforehand. So you don't want to end up in situations like that Things may sound like a good idea and could be a very good opportunity, but you got to make sure that your business is on point and tight before you fully invest in these things. Because if not, you can end up trying to play catch up when you really don't have to, and it could be detrimental to the relationship. So make sure that you consider those things when it comes to some of those pitfalls of collaboration. One of the most important things that I've learned and shout out to Gary Vee he talked about the concept of people just simply not being as passionate as you, but that being okay. Now for the sake of collaboration, if you are the one with the idea and you're very passionate about it, you're ready to drive it, you have all the momentum behind you and you're just ready to go full throttle. You just need to keep in mind where you're at 100%. Somebody may only be at 80% but don't disregard that 80%. It doesn't mean that they don't care. It doesn't mean that they're not as involved or want to be involved, but you have to meet them where they're at. You have to be willing to meet them where they're at in order to still make this thing work because it definitely can. You just have to understand that everybody's not in the same space as you. Just because you're at 100% and I may be at 90, 95, as far as how, passionate, how much I care, how much this is part of my world and my universe doesn't mean that I don't want to be here and I don't want to help you exceed, or I don't want to help you get to where you want to go. But you have to be able to realize that. And then it just saves you a lot of stress and a lot of angst at the end of the day. So ladies and gentlemen, if I could wrap this up in a bow for you, let's work on collaborating smarter and better. And if I could just leave you with three things to summarize it all, be open to collaboration. There's nothing wrong with it, but just be smart about it. Let the competition fuel you and not limit you. Just because you see somebody as competition, they could very well be an amazing collaborator with you. There's plenty of money out here for us to get. You can't get it all, no matter how hard you work and how hard you grind. So be open to working with other people. Let that competition fuel you, but not limit you. And also, all collabs aren't good ones. You have to be able to discern which one would be an amazing opportunity and which one is just BS. Now that we got that out of the way, this would not be Black Fridays if I didn't do Freestyle Fridays. Now, what I did here... On the internet, I pulled up some random questions. I don't know what they are gonna ask me, but we are gonna go ahead and get into it anyway. So the first one, how has your taste in music changed over the last 10 years? For me, high school Denzel, well, no, oh my God, I'm getting old because 10 years I would have been in college. So back then, I think that I was really deep into more hardcore rap. We're starting to get more into the intellectual rap, so to speak, like Kendrick's Cole's, Wale's and so forth. But now my music taste has changed because I incorporate, intentionally incorporate a lot more R&B into that. And then also more alternative R&B, some alternative rap and things like that. So that's that's how my music taste has changed over the years. What's my favorite baked good? Without a doubt. Favorite baked good has to be cookies, chocolate chip to be exact, but that oatmeal raisin be hitting too. What is my favorite photograph? Oh man, this is a bit of a deep one. My favorite photograph is probably a picture that I have of me and my grandmother and she's holding me up and I got this blue velvet like jumpsuit on or onesie because I was a baby, I couldn't have been like a year old. And she just kind of like holding me up and then like looking to the side and like smiling at me. And I just always thought that was a really dope picture. Um, and I just really love that picture and still have it still have the original. So that would be my favorite photograph. What is one place that I always wanted to visit? Japan. Ever since high school, I've been trying to get to Japan. I took Japanese in high school for three years of it. And then I also took four years of it in college. Ask me to speak Japanese nowadays. I probably can't do it for you. But back then I knew a little something. I could still read it. But yeah, I got to get to Japan. Always wanted to get out there and I'm gonna make it happen soon. Let's put that out in the universe. Last but not least, last but not least, do you have a favorite childhood video game? Now, as a child, I probably shouldn't have really been playing this, but Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, still one of my favorite games of all time. I just recently downloaded and started playing it again. Uh, I haven't been playing it for real, for real lately, but love that game. Amazing video game. All, you can do all types of stuff. It, it just has everything that a video game would need in the video games that I like. So Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the GOAT, that's my favorite video game for sure. So listen, y'all. Appreciate you listening this week. As always, appreciate you listening and subscribing to the Black Friday's podcast. Make sure that you go follow us on Instagram, the Black Black Friday's podcast. Make sure you tell them a friend about this. Tell them to listen to the podcast. And if you know a dope Black business owner, Black professional, Black creative, tell them to pull up to the podcast. I would love to learn about their stories and get them more exposure. So thank you all for another amazing episode. Appreciate you. Hope that you have an amazing weekend. And I'm going to tap back in with y'all later. Peace.